filler in business books and audiobooks takes up time that you don't have. You're here because you want the golden nuggets from each book without all the BS. The more you learn, the more power you have to affect the world around you. This is the Cut the Crap Podcast. Never read a book again. And here's your host, Ryan Calagiri. Hey, what's going on, you guys? Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Cut the Crap Podcast. Week after week, I'm condensing business books down to their core golden nuggets, saving you time from having to read it yourself. So this week, I'm making your life a little bit easier by condensing down the book Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Now, I actually found this book through an interview with Ariana Huffington. Ariana Huffington, for anybody who doesn't know, is the founder of the Huffington Post. When asked Ariana how she was able to maintain her levels of stress and how she's able to see greener pastures through really tough times, her answer was meditations. She said she keeps this book on her bedside and she picks it up on a regular basis and reads it or even just looks at the cover to remind herself of the many lessons and philosophies from that book. And so what was interesting was Marcus Aurelius kept a journal. And this journal was a series of his personal philosophies that essentially he intended for himself, but later these philosophies would be published as Meditations, the book that we're reading. So the book essentially that he wrote, it's a combination of quotes, and a lot of them for the most part are just prescriptions for self-improvement. Now the book itself, I found that it was very repetitive, and repetitive doesn't mean that it was a bad book. Repetitive in the fact that, listen, if you want to maintain a level of composure, if you don't want to let the stresses of the world impact you, break through to you, there's few things that you have to do to protect yourself from that. And to me, the reason why I think this is important for everybody is because we can read all the sales books, marketing books, strategy, innovation, doesn't matter what kind of books we're reading. We can read everything that we want. But unless our minds are right, unless we can get our minds right, none of that's going to matter. Now, why do I say that? I say that because it's absolutely true. You can go ahead and pick up a million sales books and read them all and be the most knowledgeable person in sales. However, if you have this mindset of failure, if you don't have the self-confidence to go into a cold call or to go into a sales meeting and push, challenge your um, uh, uh, face objections head on from your prospect, do you think you're going to win? No. And what's the core source of all that? It's your mental state. It's how you approach things. Now, almost every single one of us, when we're working in businesses, we deal with people that we don't like. We're dealing with people who test us. We deal with people that you know, make us feel worthless or make us feel bad or anger us or make us sad. Whatever it is, we allow people, situations, the marketplace, competitors affect us. And we shouldn't allow ourselves to be affected that easily. But you got to work on it. It doesn't come overnight. And so you see the importance of approaching your work with a really strong mental state. It's so important. And so that's why I want to share meditations with you. It's a kind of a different book. It doesn't have anything to do with sales, marketing, or innovation, or strategy, or any of those things. But I do feel that this book by itself is going to be a core element, a core foundation to everything that you do. Without further ado, let's just crack right into this one. Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Golden nugget number one, don't take things personally. Now, there's a theme in this book. And again, it's, it's all about philosophy. And so a lot of these things can be debated. And I know a lot of these things will be debated. If you want to debate, then I would gladly welcome that. And uh, again, a respectful debate. But uh, go ahead and go on LinkedIn and share your thoughts with me. 
and just uh, make sure that either you're following me or go ahead and follow me on LinkedIn and just make sure you're mentioning me in the post so that I can see it and I can uh, then respond in turn. But uh, this first one, again, it's quite controversial, but it's the whole fact of don't take things personally in a world where we just take things personally so often, right? Someone's trying to screw you over or someone's trying to get ahead and it's so easy to take things personally. Ah, this person's trying to get at me. They're trying to screw me over, man. Listen, I get it. It's so easy to take things personally in this world. However, Marcus Aurelius is telling us otherwise. He's saying don't take things personally. So there's an excerpt from the book that I'm going to read. And uh, this is essentially what helps frame this idea of don't take things personally. He says, tell yourself, the people I deal with today, they'll be meddling, arrogant, dishonest, and jealous. They're like this because they can't tell good from evil. But I, I have seen the beauty of good, and I've seen the ugliness of evil, and I've recognized that the wrongdoer, they have a nature related to my own. Not the same blood or birth, but the same in mind. And so no one can hurt me. No one can implicate me in ugliness. Nor can I feel angry at my relative or hate him. We were born to work together. To obstruct each other is unnatural. To feel anger at someone, that's unnatural. Tough one to understand, you guys. Again, in this kind of old English it's, um, again, it's up for interpretation, but my interpretation of it, and it kind of sounds self-serving, but we're all in this for ourselves, which means, listen, I'm not doing this because I'm trying to screw you over. I'm doing this because I think it's what's best for me. And what's best for me is what's best for my interests. What's best for my interests is maybe my family. Maybe it's the debt I have to pay off. Maybe it's my goals, my dreams, my ambitions, what I'm trying to achieve, what I've dreamed of having all my life. It has nothing to do with you. It's all about me. And so I'll give you guys a very personal story and a little bit of, uh, you know, being a little bit vulnerable here, telling you guys a little bit about this. But um, I worked with an organization that had a specific way of how they wanted to run the business. They had a direction in mind and I had a direction in mind. The, red, the directions that we both had, they weren't aligned. They felt that they had to approach sales and marketing in one way, and I disagreed. I said, I think they had to go in a different direction. And so we argued, we butted heads, and in the end it said, listen, it's either my way or the highway. And I said, well, I got to take the highway because I think my way is better. You know, obviously it's not saying it like that, but saying it in a more uh, respectful manner. But in the end they said, well, you know what, then we're going to have to let you go. So thank you so much for your service, but it's time to get moving. And so initial, once the shock and, and initial sadness wore off, um, you know, after a couple hours, in the end, did I feel anger towards them? Did I feel resentment? Did I wish ill will of the organization and the decisions? No, not at all. Not at all. I didn't take it personally because I knew that they were doing it for themselves and they were doing it for the good of the business. And this was what they perceived to be the right idea. It had nothing to do with hating me. They might have been angered with me or disliked me because of it, but it had nothing to do with me. It was just they had a direction they had in mind and I had a different direction. So we just had to agree to disagree and we moved on. You know, uh, it's unfortunate because I know that the organization, the decision they ended up going into, it was not the right decision. And as a result, they had to make layoffs and, you know, things just aren't good with the company right now. And it's sad. I, I feel for them. And 
I don't sit there and say, ha ha, you know, you guys made the wrong decision. I'm right. That's just the way it is. No, I didn't take it personally. And so because I didn't take it personally, I don't have those kind of emotions. And it would suck if I took it personally because I would have those kind of emotions. I would hate them right now. And I'd be, be, be sitting here just laughing, enjoying the fact that they're in pain right now. But what a terrible way to go through life, to have those kind of emotions. Not to take things personally. To me, the way I've kind of gotten over that is to think bigger. Go beyond, have dreams, have goals, have ambitions that go beyond that so that you don't have to sit there and focus on the small stuff in life that you really shouldn't be bothering yourself with. After I left, I moved on and I moved on to bigger and better things, you know, and no offense to them at all, but I moved on to things that were bigger and better in my mind. Again, it was in my mind. They don't take it personally. Don't take it personally that I said bigger and better, bigger and better in my mind. They're doing great things themselves. They're, they're awesome. But to me, I had to move on and focus on me. And so because of that, I... I focus on me and it's tough for me to take things personally. Now, if you're in the workplace, and I know a lot of you are maybe experiencing this, if you're experiencing people who are trying to screw you over, they're backstabbing you, they're gossiping about you, the best way to deal with it is head on. Deal with it head on. Call it out. Call it out as it is. Talk to every single person that's involved there. And you talk to the source of it. I've been in that position before where somebody's trying to screw me over and I would call them out and say, you know what, listen, come over here. We have a problem right now, and this is the problem. We're going to have to agree to disagree, but either you need to stop doing this, or we need to figure out a way that we can work together, or we need to get through this together. And so by facing problems head on, it's going to allow you, maybe, you know what, realize that, hey, we're all in this for ourselves. We all get up in the morning trying to do the best damn job possible to support ourselves, to support our families, to support our hopes, our dreams, what we're trying to achieve in life. We only have one life to live, and we're going to do the best damn job we can. And that's all this person was in it for, and that's all I'm in it for. And so by calling it out, we were able to get through this and not take it personally. Golden nugget number two. This one, you guys, this is a core philosophy of mine, and I absolutely love this one. Things don't happen to you. They happen for you. This, like I said, man, this is the core of my life right here. This is exactly how I approach life. And because of this, because of this, every single time I face trouble or if I face is... or I'd face adversity, or I'd face something that to me would just break other people down. People look at me and they say, man, how did you go through that? Just don't understand. It's because I had a core philosophy of life doesn't happen to me, it happens for me. And so what I mean by that is when negative things come to you, it's not because it's happening to you, it's happening for you. There's something in there that you need to learn. There's something in there that you haven't discovered yet that's there for a reason. It's there put there in front of you for you to learn something from it. So whether it be being let go from a job, whether it be losing a client, whether it be getting sick, um, whether it's having an argument with a coworker or whether it's um, uh, having disagreements with a vendor or a partner, there's something there that I need to learn. Whenever something bad happens, it's there for me to learn something from it. And so I learned this at a very um, young age when I worked with the first technology company during, um, during the recession. It was in uh, 2008 when the uh, financial crisis hit. And um, this company that I was working for, they laid off about, I don't know, 40% of their workforce. They let off a massive amount of people. And I looked at the whole situation and I said, man, there's got to be something here that I can take from this. There's got to be some good out of this, the silver lining, you might say. And ever since then, I've always approached it because I found so much good out of that situation. Out of all the layoffs, out of all the the sadness and, and the stress that came out of that, I learned a great deal, a great deal. 
And being in that position, I guess, from a young age, it sets you up to continue to think that way as you get older. And so for myself, I've always looked at that. Anytime I face trouble, anytime I face hardship, I always said, you know what? This, there's something in here for me. There's a lesson in here for me that's going to catapult me to the next level. You might say there's another philosophy out there. It's, um, it's you know, this wasn't a setback. It was a set up for something greater. That's how I look at life. Anytime I face a setback, I know it's not a setback. It's a setup. I know that it's not happening to me. It's happening for me. There's something there I need to grab from it. So I really want you guys to take that philosophy and never forget it. Write it on your board. Make it your wallpaper. Make it your, you know, your, 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 your backdrop on your phone. Make a tattoo in your arm for crying out loud or remember that. Life doesn't happen to me. It happens for me. Never forget that. If you approach life with that mindset, you're going to get through a lot of troubles because you're going to constantly see the silver lining and you're constantly going to be looking for it as well too. Let me tell you, you're going to face some really tough hardships. A lot of you guys have faced tough hardships and I hope, I hope that you guys were able to approach it with that mindset because if you approach it with that mindset, you're going to see a more positive side of life. And this This was one of Marcus Aurelius' core philosophies. Life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you. Golden nugget number three. Your life is what your thoughts make it. Now this point here, again, it's so important. I don't care if you read a million sales books. If your mind isn't in the right spot, you are not going to be a good salesperson. You might have a core philosophy of, you know what? It's tough to get sales and uh, I'm just not a very good salesperson. I can't convince people to, to buy my product. I'm not a good communicator. If you have those kind of philosophies, you think you're actually going to be successful in sales. I don't care how many sales books you read. I don't care how many training courses you have. I don't care how many mentors you have. If your core philosophy, if your mind is tuned to being a loser, you are going to lose. It's just that simple. I know so many smart people, so many smart people that just have the wrong kind of mindset. They focus on the small things. They focus on the things that don't matter. They focus on all the things that could potentially happen to them in a negative sense. And because of that, a lot of the time it manifests itself in their performance. You can't do that to yourself. You have to realize you got to be self-aware. Being self-aware is so incredibly important. You have to know that if you're in a sales role, Are you setting yourself up for failure with limiting beliefs? Do you not believe that you can do this? Is this self-talk that you give yourself negative? What are you thinking before you get on that cold call? Are you saying, oh man, I know this person's not going to want to hear from me because I'm interrupting them. If you're thinking that, you're going to have a terrible cold call. However, if you're thinking, listen, I'm going to be the best damn phone call this guy's ever taken. You're going to go into that call being more convincing, more persuasive, more confident, right? You see how just a small change in how you approach things, the small change in how you think can change everything for you, absolutely everything. This is such a core belief from Marcus Aurelius, and it's so important for all of us to keep in mind. Our life is what our thoughts make it. Golden nugget number four. When you arise in the morning, think of what a privilege it is to be alive, to think, to enjoy, to love. Now, I know a lot of you might be thinking, oh boy, here we come. It's that whole, you know, just be grateful, demonstrate gratitude. Guys, there's something to this. If this kind of philosophy has been around for thousands of years, 
you don't think that there's something to it? You think it's just so easy to ignore the fact that, hey, listen, every single day you got to find something to be grateful for. If this has been around for so many years, why are you still not doing it? Why are you fighting this belief? You know, I heard a story one day where a guy said he put a rock in his pocket and every single day when he would go into his pocket and touch that rock, he promised himself, every time I touch this rock, in my mind, I'm going to think about something that I'm grateful for, to continuously remind him to be in a state of gratitude. And because of that, he was grateful for what he had. He wasn't jealous. He wasn't um, envious of anybody. He didn't say, oh, I wish I had this, or oh, if only I had this, I would be in a better position. No. He said he was grateful because he knew what he had in his life. And even if you have nothing, you might just be grateful to be able to wake up in the morning and look at the blue sky, or be able to smell fresh air, or just to be able to the fact that you can walk on two feet, or to be able to, to, to open your eyes and see some of the most basic privileges that we have. We take for granted. And so Marcus Aurelius in Meditations, he says this, you know, when you arise in the morning, think of what a privilege it is to be alive, to think, to enjoy, to love. He's saying, listen, every single day you have to be in a state of gratitude in order to approach life in a positive manner. And you know, you guys, again, this is how I approach life. And not to say, hey, I'm better than you guys. This is how I've always approached life. It's just, it's the way I was brought up. You know, my parents told me, you know, you should be grateful for what you have. Be grateful for the food you have on the table. Be grateful for everything that you have. And that's the foundation of my beliefs. And because of that, that's why things don't affect me that much. That's why things like, um, you know, politics in the workplace or, um, uh, 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 you know, getting let go from a job or losing a client or having an argument with a vendor. Those things don't bug me that much. They just don't because they're so small in the big grand scheme of things. In the end, you know what? I'm healthy, happy safe. I have a house. I have a family that loves me. I have a dog, you know, that gives me unconditional love. I have all these things. These are great, man. Life is good. And I'm grateful for that. So you know what? Whatever. All this other stuff, it's small. At the end of the day, I go to bed smiling. And in the morning, I wake up smiling. And everything that happens in the middle, it just happens. And I let it go. Because the big things in life, that's what really matters. And that kind of mindset you need to have to get through a lot of the crap. Otherwise, if you just let the layers build on top of you day after day after day after day, which a lot of you allow yourself to do. Hell, I know a lot of people in my own network, in my own family who do that. And it's just, it sets yourself up for failure. It sets yourself up for disappointment, for depression, for sadness, for um, playing a political game that just isn't good for you or your, 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 your state of mind. So this whole idea of being in a state of gratitude completely agree with Marcus Aurelius on this one. And it's such a powerful thing to do. Whatever you guys have to do, constantly remind yourself to put yourself in a state of gratitude. Set yourself up at a reminder in your phone or in your Outlook calendar, in your Google calendar, whatever it is. Just put a quick five minute thing in there. Gratitude. And just remind yourself of something to be grateful for. And last but certainly not least, golden nugget number five. You are a little soul carrying around a corpse. Now, this one can be interpreted in many different ways. The way that I interpret this one is very simple. In life, in business, we put labels on everything. You know, this person's smart. This person's stupid. This person's rich. This person's poor. This person is a CEO. This person is an administrative assistant. This person's a manager with buying power. This person's a manager that doesn't have buying power. And so because of all these labels, we complicate things. And we change your behavior depending on who we talk to. 
And it's tough. It is so difficult. I can't sit here and say that I don't do that myself because I do that. But I try to force myself not to do that. And because of that, I don't fear talking to CEOs. I don't fear calling up CEOs. I don't care if you're Donald Galoyan at Manulife Financial or if you're, you know, Jane Smith at uh, Startup ABC and you're working at a craft show. I approach both of them the same. It does not matter to me. And why? Because of this core philosophy. You are a little soul caring about a corpse. Now, you might not say it that way. Instead, you might say, hey, listen, we put on one pant leg at a time. We're all just human beings. We're all the same. And it's absolutely true. The problem is when you put labels on things, it complicates things for yourself and you approach things in a different manner. And that's not good because it's going to hold you back from being your true best. It's going to hold you back from making that cold call. It's going to hold you back from reaching out to that CEO, from making that connection. It's going to hold you back from doing those speaking engagements because you're intimidated. You're wondering, oh no, you know, am I smart? Am I dumb? Are these people smarter than me? Are they, are they going to understand what I say? No guys, stop putting labels on everything and just realize first and foremost that we're all human beings. We all eat, we all drink, we all sleep, we all cry, we all laugh. That's just who we are. Stop putting labels on things and making things complicated for yourself. Because I know one of the major things that holds people back in life, especially if they're growing a business, if they're in sales, marketing, if they're in the innovation space, strategy space, if they're running their own business, the biggest thing that holds them back is fear. And fear of connecting with a human being is constantly one of the things they have to deal with. For me, I don't fear making cold calls. I don't care about making cold calls because for me, That person is just another person on the phone, just another human being. That person might be mad. They might be sad. That person might not want to hear from me, but I don't care. I have no problem calling up at the chain and talking to some of the most influential people in our world. It doesn't matter to me because guess what? At the end of the day, they're just a soul with a body. They're just a human being, you guys. It doesn't matter. I don't care about anything else. I'm not going to put any other labels on that. I'm not going to say, oh, you know what? I, I'm just not smart enough to talk to this person. I'm not influential enough to talk to this person. Why would this person want to talk to me? They're smarter. They're more intelligent. They're more connected. They're richer. Oh, I just can't talk to them. Don't do that to yourself. Do not do that to yourself. Remember what Marcus Aurelius says. You and everybody else, we're all souls carrying about a corpse. I absolutely love that. Never forget that, you guys. All right, my friends, there we have it. That is Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. I really enjoyed this book. I love philosophy. I love philosophy. I love being able to think. I love being able to debate. I love being able to go deeper into my mind and and, and think to a deeper level. So I hope you guys enjoyed this one as well, too. Again, it kind of breaks away from some of the traditional sales and marketing books that I've been focusing on, but I think it's good to uh, broaden our perspectives once in a while. Uh, I also welcome debate. Let me know your thoughts, guys. Let me know your thoughts on some of the philosophies. Let me know some of your thoughts on my opinions of those philosophies, some of my experiences. So a great way to do that is going on LinkedIn. If you guys aren't connected to me on LinkedIn, just connect with me on LinkedIn. And um, uh, all you got to do is just tag me or mention me in your posts so that I can see it. And then uh, we can respectfully debate different philosophies that we have, agree or disagree. It doesn't matter. Either way, we're going to be able to um, perhaps and hopefully learn from one another's um, uh, different perspectives. Um, also you guys, I have to give you guys one more apology again. If you haven't heard, um, for myself, um, with the podcast, I know I've been doing the executive summaries and sending those summaries out every week. Um, I've kind of been lagging on that because last episode I told you guys, I'm just, it's, it's not fun for me 
for a number of reasons. Number one, I just I don't like having to type up everything that I say. Number one, it just it's a lot of work, and I'd rather just talk. It's why I'm using the podcast format. Um, and secondly, I want to stray away from the script. If I write it up, I find that I'm I'm scripting it too much, and it's not free flowing. And when I'm at my best, it's when I'm just talking and I'm sharing with you my opinion. And I I, I got to get back to that, you guys. I got to get back to that. So I really hope that you guys understand. And I hope that you guys will accept my apology for that. Um, what I'm going to do is for anybody who's already signed up, I want to make sure that you have access to whatever has been built already. So what I'm going to do is, well, you're listening to this right now, you'll already have received the email. So what I've done is I've sent an email to all of you guys with the password so you'll have access to all the summaries that I've done already in the past. And um, in the next few weeks, I'll decide what I'm going to do with that. Again, I'm, I'm mauling that over. I've been fairly busy lately, so I haven't given it much thought. But right now, I'm not going to do it. Um, I might continue to do it. I might not continue to do it. But either way, I'm going to keep you guys updated. And uh, I hope you guys aren't too upset with that uh, if I don't do the executive summaries anymore. Uh, let me know what you guys think about that as well, too. Feel free to email me, ryan.caligiri at me.com. Uh, I've been extremely busy lately, so my apologies for not responding to some of those emails. Um, shame on me. Uh, if you guys took the time out of your day to email me, then I should absolutely get back to you guys on that. So for everybody who emailed me, I will be sure to get back to each and every single one of your emails. And just a heads up, that email count is about 236 right now. So I got to get through every single one of them. So and I want to give them the attention that they deserve. So my apologies if I haven't responded to your email yet, but I have them all in a folder and I must respond to you guys. So you guys, you mean a lot to me. All you subscribers, you mean a lot to me. When you guys share this podcast on LinkedIn or through social media with your friends or your family, it just means so much to me. So thank you so much, you guys, for being such strong supporters, for subscribing to the show. And uh, I can't thank you guys enough. So thank you so much for tuning in again this week. Always means a lot to me. I will catch you guys back here next week with a brand new business book and brand new golden nuggets. Have a fantastic week, you guys. I love you guys. Success is not a straight line. It's crooked. It's down in a valley. It's back up over a mountain. I bet you that you have failed more times than anyone in this room. Absolutely. You know, don't wait for the stars to align. Reach up and rearrange them the way you want. Create your own constellation. I am a human being. There's no difference between my humanness and your humanness. The only thing is, if you're trying to get there, you cannot stop believing in any way. No matter what anybody says, no matter what anybody tells you, you have to know it beyond knowing it. Are you the best footballer in the world right now? I think so, yes. In my mind, I'm always the best. I don't care what the people thinking, what they say. In my mind, not just this year, but always, I'm always the best. I'm always gonna say that. Don't allow anyone friend, family, acquaintance, teachers, whoever it is, don't allow anyone to tell you that what you are dreaming for yourself and your family is not possible. It is possible. Please feel me, please hear this from my heart. Anything you want is possible. All you can do is plant your seed in the ground, water it, and believe. That is what allowed me to be in this position right now. I would not stop believing.
I would say believe in your direction and and do it. Spend less time talking about it and more time trying to like perfect it and put it out there. Position yourself to succeed. So for example, if you're doing something else and you, and you want to do this thing you love, you do it after hours. You work nine to six, you get home, you kiss the dog, and you go to town, right? I mean, you start building your equity and your brand and whatever you're trying to accomplish. If you don't do it, nothing's possible. If you try to do it, at least you have the hope. Most people don't even try, sadly. Um, uh, most people um, try and then stop or give up. Um, very few people try and try and try or do and do and do and do and never give up. And those are the people that, that ultimately succeed and win. Third failure in a row. Did you think, I need to pack this in? Never. Why not? I don't ever give up. If you want this, if you want bling bling, if you want to buy the Jets, work. That's how you get it. I, I always believe that the, the bridge between reality and a dream is work. No idea works unless you have the courage to do the work. Ideation without execution is delusion. Because you can have the most brilliant idea in the world, but you gotta bet on yourself. You can't think that like, that one idea and the way that you think it's supposed to happen is the only way that it can happen. I challenge all of us to say, stop finding reasons to find and make excuses that you know, we affectionately at Under Armour call loser talk. And um, I don't know, you, you've, you've gotta just will it and, and focus on, on making it happen. Focus on one thing one area, put all of your energy into watering one area. If you spread the water across many, many seeds, you don't have as much water for one seed. So focus on one thing. What I learned from Steve Jobs is if you believe enough, then you will see it because other people will believe in it. Other people will create products. So you need to foster the belief in what you are dreaming so that it becomes a reality.